Okay, so you come to. God uh, damn it. You're in an all white, almost like a like a netherworld. Yeah. Almost like the room. It's never there at all. Yeah, it was never there at all. A yeah. room without walls. You look up and uh standing in front of you in this uh barren all white wasteland. Yeah. Is this guy? He's dressed like a clown. Yeah, he is wearing a uh, a clown nose. Okay, you know, yeah, like a clown would. Yeah, he has a, uh, a a flower that can shoot water, like a clown would. But you look at it and you think to yourself, how you just know it's filled with blood. Oh man, blood specifically. Yeah. Wow. He's holding a uh, a balloon that has your face on it. Great. It's smiling and winking. <laughs> okay, that feels better than most times. Yeah. A little bit of its brain comes out of its ears. God damn it. There we go. Just keeps on smiling. And he looks his at you. brain is leaking out of its ears, Pat. Yeah. I mean, it's not you. It just looks like you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he looks at you and he goes, hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. <laughs> I hate him. And welcome to the L.A. Trilogy <laughs> Part 2. <laughs> The sands of death. The balloon pops. Uh, sands of death, Pat. It's the name of the adventure. So uh, you wake up and uh, you are living in L.A. It's a couple years from now. You uh, you recently nailed your first like big role on a TV show. <laughs> what TV show? It's a remake of the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a big role. Yeah. Who? What, what, who am I? You're Fred Flintstone? Whoa, I'm the lead in a network version, a live action version of the Flintstones? Yeah. Man, I don't know how I feel about that. They're using real dinosaurs. You know what? I feel great about it. At that point in time, uh, the movie uh, studios have figured out how to clone dinosaurs. The it's movie called- studios yeah. did? <laughs> Science didn't, but fucking Paramount well, figured it out. So what, what it was is- From the makers of Norbit. It's a T-Rex. Yeah. Well, what happens is these guys, they get together and they do science. What guys at a movie studio, Pat? The the guys in the science division. They have a science division at a movie studio? It's a few years from now. God, what what movie studios <laughs> clone dinosaurs? All of them. They they shared all the knowledge. So it's um Universal, Paramount. All, all of them? Okay. Even New Line Cinema. Oh, even New Line. Thank yeah. God they get in on this act. Yeah. So, Fred, the, the Flintstones. It's um, you are uh, like dealing with real dinosaurs who do like they act as like a mailbox. But like the dinosaurs in Flintstones weren't real either, right? You know, they were cars and alarm clocks and shit, showers. Yeah, but these are real dinosaurs. Yeah. So what they're doing is it's kind of like a gritty reboot of the Flintstones. A gritty reboot. They're getting rid of all the anachronistic stuff. So there's no alarm clocks, there's no phones, there's there's no cars, no giant pieces of rib. It's a down and dirty, back to the basics remake. Where I was a true caveman. Yeah. Do I have a job still? Is there society at all like they had in the Flintstones? Hunter gatherers kind of thing. So this isn't a remake of the Flintstones at all. This is a caveman show. I just my name is just Fred. Fl- Am I still with Barney? Yeah, Wilma. Yep. But you're more like uh, you know 
so it's the crew, but we're a hunter-gatherer. Society, yeah. This fucking sucks, Pat. But I'm Fred? Yeah, you're Fred Flintstone. How much am I pulling down? 100K a year. A year? That's way way more than that. Is the lead of a you think network that, television but, but show? Like, Look, we're taking a big risk on this. Like we like the last guy who ran this place. He's the one who bought this. I mean, also, yeah, I do and, it absolutely. And for he went. He went insane. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's got to. And that's got to be like a scale thing where I'd make more money than that. If it's how many episodes are. You're starting off uh, with the eight episodes. Eight episodes. I, I it's an eight so deal. That's what you call it. <laughs> eight so. Like I'm real? Am I real industry at this point? Am I like real? No, industry? you're trying to like sound like you are though. So oh. you say things like eight so deal," and people are just like, "What?" You know, like, yeah, you know, eight episodes, and they're like, "Okay," it doesn't catch on. Yeah, why would it? It's awful. Is Are, the show good? It sucks. Uh, it turns out it's really hard to uh, work with dinosaurs. Yeah, I imagine it would be. There Probably wasn't uh, dinosaurs. The best idea. So the show gets canceled uh, pretty quick. Though you did get all those uh, sods made. Uh, they only show three. And uh, sometimes, like you, you have like a DVD made of it. Yeah, I want all. I'm gonna keep them. I'm yeah. gonna for sure keep them and watch them all the time. If and it's you, bad, yeah. You think about what a weird store this is gonna be. Am I gonna make anything else off this, or is like 100k it? That's that's it. Well, it got canceled three episodes in, so you only made like 30k. No bullshit. I made, but we made eight of them. It was a weird contract. <sighs> you just fucked. signed it, like you didn't. Pat. <laughs> Fuck you. What? I wouldn't just sign it. I'm just telling you what happens. <laughs> God damn it, Pat. So you're kind of like... I mean, I still made 30 grand. Yeah. But fuck you. But you're kind of like strapped for cash. Uh, you're being sued? Yeah. By uh, your girlfriend's family? God damn it. Go ahead. Uh, what happened was you... Uh, your girlfriend's dead. And uh, what happened was... <laughs> you guys went to a graveyard museum what was it called gary's graves and it's a museum called gary's graves yeah it's the gary yeah there's is a it, gift shop it's not popular is it named after is it gary like the proprietor yeah What's gary his name? Uh, gary gregson okay gary gregson of gary's graves yeah the graveyard museum yeah no one sees him anymore. Like for the first few years, he would like be out and like be showing people around and giving them historical facts about all the different graves. But like something happened. Like like one day, uh, uh, he was outside in the alley uh, finishing up a phone call, and he hung up, and uh, a raven landed on his uh, shoulder, whispered something in his ear. It doesn't come out too much these days. So you you take why the fuck am I here? Because you just think it's interesting. You're like it's it's a museum of graves, and you're like you know don't you want to look at them? And she's like no, I I don't. Man, I'm with her on all of these. Yeah, normally you would be, but you've been obsessed with graves lately. You've why, like, Pat? Why the fuck would I be obsessed with graves? Because you just you know it's just one of these things where you happen to be taking a walk. You were in the right cemetery at the right time, and it just hit you, dude. You love graves. Uh, they have like famous people, their graves in there. Um, like who? George Harrison, Pope John Paul II. 
this sucks. So we're we're walking around a graveyard. There's museum. one. There's one for a Buddha who died. Charlie. There was a Buddha named Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. No, but you love it, dude. Like, like, like you're you're going around and you're like showing all this stuff. And then um, you've been doing this thing lately. Like, you know how like couples, they have this thing where, you know, one of them does a routine and the other one like pretends they're annoyed by it. And like, maybe they actually are annoyed by it, but yeah, it's we, kind of, it's like an inside joke. Between you got little guys. bits. Yeah. Little bits that you do. And she's always like, Aaron, you just see a light in her eye. Yeah. The we song, have, we have those bits. there's a light never goes out by the Smith starts playing. Okay. They turn it off immediately. It's playing in a graveyard museum? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, I yeah. guess. But the guy's just like, I don't like what he said about the Chinese, so no Who, more here. Who turns it off? The acting manager. Of Gary's Graves, the graveyard museum. <laughs> yeah. The Is somebody playing it in a boombox? It, it like, was oh. playing over the, uh, the loudspeaker. They have a loudspeaker. That they play music in Gary's Graves. It's not like... Why? I don't know. She they have a new manager, and she just thought like, you know, we can. They think music is a thing that's keeping people away. She's it's like, a yeah, goddamn yeah. graveyard museum. She's like, yeah, you know, it's pretty much just like you who comes in here. But like, you're super... how? How is this place operating? You don't know. All you know is that Gary keeps it going. The acting manager's name is uh, Bobby. Foxwood, B O B B I F O X X X W O O D E. But but she's got integrity, man. She's like, look, I used to love this song, but you know, Morrissey has a long history of uh, you know saying racist things. All right, fine. Why? What are we doing? So you have this like a graveyard. Place. You have this little routine that you guys do where you uh you burp her name, like you spell her her name with your burps. You burp on command. Yeah, and she's like, she always is like, "Come on, Aaron," but like again, that light that shines through. You think to yourself that the uh, the brightest star in the sky couldn't compare to that look that she gives you when she thinks you're not looking. It's light, it's love. It's joy in an endless universe. Great. So you're like, you start burping her name, and she's like, oh, Aaron, and she kind of does that whole thing. Um, and then she's like, you know, I really, really, really would love to just go get somebody to eat. I'm, I'm getting pretty hungry. I'm in the mood for some Italian or something. And you're like, oh, I'm not done yet, babe. And you keep uh, like burping out her name and you get to the last one and you've been saving this one up for like several days and you get to the last letter in her name and you burp it so loud god damn it pat people outside the museum hear it and they're like the on the hell? alley yeah a, a raven is startled and flies away is that loud? Yeah. So okay. it's so loud that a bunch of graves just fall on her head and she dies. What the fuck, Pat? Crushed by graves? Yeah. Because <laughs> you burped so loud. But it was loud. Why are there dude. graves above us? Why are we underneath graves that could crush somebody? 
they were just put up on like the the side on the side pat <laughs> yeah they were like they, they put them away and they're like ah oh, these will be safe here but they, they didn't count on fucking aaron burps what you call yourself well then i'm suing gary's graves you do and you'll lose why would i lose because he's got every judge in his pocket where's he getting this money to run this ornate graveyard and not have to pay when he fucking kills somebody with this faultily built graveyard museum that makes no fucking sense pat and then why would it be my fault and i would owe money I didn't do anything. You you burped and she died. How was I supposed to know I was gonna kill her, Pat? Hey man, I don't know, but it they they actually land on her head so hard that you actually like God damn it. Lose a few memories of her. That's how hard these graves land. You think to yourself, we did something for my 32nd birthday. What was it? And like you know it was something really, really great, but you can't remember what. So uh you're you're Sue, you're you're in LA. She made me a pizza from back home. Yeah, but you don't. Well, yeah, but you don't. It reminded remember. me home. You have no idea. You're just like, yeah, it's something to do with. Was it pizza? No, it couldn't have yeah. been. Maybe it was hot beans. You don't really know. No, it wouldn't be hot beans, Pat. <laughs> it just pops into your head. It's just a radio show you listen to. Hot beans in the morning. <laughs> There's a guy in it. His name is Beans. And uh, fuck you. He has a sidekick who is always fucking with him. Like he prank phone calls him, and he just like puts like a tack on his chair and stuff. And he always goes like, "Whoa, my bottom!" When that happens, and he's just constantly getting tricked and constantly getting owned. Like the guy calls him, and he prank phone calls him. He's like, "Hey, I have I have news on Trump." And he's like, "All right, caller number four twenty. What is?" <laughs> he goes, "What do you have on Trump?" And then he just goes, "Uh." He goes, uh, nothing, you dumb idiot. And then he just laughs and he's humiliated. So he gets like heated in the morning. So you've been listening to that lately. So maybe it was some kind of subconscious thing. But anyway, so uh, you don't have a lot of money and uh, you need to take on like a new job. And you decide, you see an, an ad. There's a, in the back of a, a newspaper put out, uh, Lanalax Weekly, LA edition, dot, dot, dot. How much do I owe the family? 90 grand. God damn it. And you owe Gary. Um, I don't owe Gary a goddamn thing. <laughs> Gary can fuck off. Gary's got enough money, apparently. He can bribe all the fucking judges, Pat. They're all in his pocket. And he can run Gary's graves, and I'm the only one who's there probably paying entry. Yeah. Fuck Gary. Yeah. I mean, Gary. You should owe me. Gary is, I'm going to be honest, is probably showing his true colors here, you know? But you owe him fifty grand. Fuck, I'm not paying. I'm not paying him. Yeah, so you're kind of filed bankruptcy. You know, my life is ruined. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you uh, you look in the back of the Lanolex Weekly LA edition dot dot dot, and uh, you see that there's an ad. uh, Someone just needs help babysitting. And you remember you used to babysit back in the day growing up in uh, Illinois. It's hard to forget those. Illinois winters. Yeah, man, they're cold. One time you're walking uh, through the snow uh, and uh, you're just walking through the woods and you were just not really thinking much about it and uh, just enjoying. It was cold, but you had so many layers on that. It, I mean, it's you're not cold in the slightest. Yeah. And you, you were walking through the woods and uh, one night, one day you looked over and there was a dead body in the stream uh, bleeding from the head. And it turned the entire stream bright red. 
the one body turned the entire stream bright red. Yeah. Uh, ever since then, uh, whenever you see a rose, you think of uh, those winters in Illinois. <sighs> that sucks, Pat. <laughs> but anyway, so you kind of, you remember like babysitting back in the day and stuff. Yeah. And so um, you answer, you call the number. Uh, There's nothing else I could do other than babysit. It's just the first thing you saw, and you're desperate at this point. Like you're getting phone calls from the like the like the collectors every night. You always answer. Why do I always answer? Because Pat? as you answer, you're going, "Oh fuck, I shouldn't have." And they're like, "Hello, Aaron." One of them sounds just like Victor Price. Vincent Price? Vin- yeah. No, it was his brother, Victor Price. Okay. <laughs> Vincent Price had a twin brother, uh, Victor Price. Yeah. yeah. He disappeared in the 70s. But he had an iconic voice? Just like his brother, Vincent. <laughs> and this this one sounds like Victor. Yeah. I'm consciously aware that it sounds like Victor. Yeah. And not Vincent. You wrote a, a paper in college about it. So, like, you're <sighs> into familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you, uh, you call the number and you just speak to the mom and she's like yeah you know blah blah you can take care of the kid or whatever and uh she's like yeah we're gonna be gone for eight hours um what am i getting paid for eight hours eight hours taking care of this kid three hundred dollars man i'm putting real dent in that 140k that i owe you think to yourself every ocean began with a drop so you go over to uh, the house, the um, May, the Mayfields, and uh, is there anything special I need to know about this kid? It's just like a baby. How old? You don't know. You didn't ask. You didn't think to ask. I would fucking ask how old the child. Is. Pat, it's been so long since you've babysat that you kind of forget. I forget that age exists. <laughs> you you just really need that three hundred bucks, man. So you walk in and uh, miss a. Uh, Mayfield is there. She's like, hey, how are you? Um, my husband leaves early. You probably never meet him. He comes home pretty late. Um, he cuts down trees for a living. He's a lumberjack? Yes. <laughs> or is he like a tree removal service? She's like, no, he's a lumberjack. He takes away the trees. He's a lumberjack. Yeah. And all day long, when he when he chops wood, he loves it. He loves his job so much. He goes there for 12 hours a day. Seems like some chopping people wood. Do. He just sings to himself. Yeah. He, he, he just, and then he goes, boy, howdy. I just love killing trees. He loves the act of killing trees. When he watches the tree fall down, it's pretty come city. So his entire day is just spent swimming in pre-cum. Yeah. That's disgusting, Pat. Well, hey, man, people have different interests. So, but you don't judge. You're like, oh, whatever. He's so, leaking all day. Yeah. So she's like, all right, well, baby is uh, is, is upstairs. Um, Gotta go. She walks out. Proof of God's grace. Walks to her car and drives away. And, uh... You go upstairs to like meet the, the the baby. This makes no fucking sense how this happens. What do you mean? I would certainly inquire about the baby. I would probably want to go see the baby with the mom. You try to do that, but the grace that this woman walks with. That means absolutely nothing. To me. You're like hypnotized for a moment. You're, you, you remember that life can be good again. 
the grace that this woman has, the poise, the confidence. It's not even like a sexual thing. You're just so sure. in awe of her grace. Your grace. You kind of think that to yourself and laugh a little bit. You're like, I should use that on stage. You walk upstairs. and um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You walk into uh, the baby's room and uh, sitting there is uh, this baby. Okay. What's the baby's name? Brian. Brian. Yeah. This little boy. He's a baby. And okay. he's, he's wearing... Yeah. He's little, wearing like a baby, little baby boy. He's wearing like a a, a a fucking you know what I'm talking about diaper. A diaper. He's wearing a diaper. And you're how playing, old is he? It's hard to tell because when you look up, fuck at his, you, Pat. At how face, old is he? How old is Brian? Pat? He's holding a cigar. God damn it, Pat! And he has a is this a fully has a five o'clock shadow? I leave immediately. <laughs> as you walk away, you I, hear, go, I go fuck you, and I walk out. <laughs> and as you walk away, you just hear him go like a. Aaron, come back. I'm Brian the baby. I leave. I leave. I leave. You remember who framed Roger Rabbit? And you're like, this is weird. I leave immediately. You leave the baby? Yeah. Pat, that's an adult. No, it's a baby. But it looks like an adult. It's this whole thing. And as you start to walk away, he goes like, let's go to uh, the bar. I'm Pat. I'm leaving. If I see an adult in a diaper sitting in the room, I'm going to think that like somebody has paid me to do some weird fuck thing, and I am not into that. I leave. I think I've been tricked. I leave immediately. <laughs> so you're like freaking out. I'm freaking out because like I feel like I feel like that's that's really fucked up. Yeah, you kind of start running and you don't even notice where you're going. Like you're so freaked out. I get in my car. Yeah, and you just drive. You you turn the car on, but like it just goes click click click. It won't turn on. What so the fuck? Now I'm really scared because this is like a horror movie. Yeah, where that guy's gonna come out of there in a diaper and kill me in the and front yard. You just hear from like inside, like, Aaron, I'm a helpless baby. <laughs> Puffs on that cigar. It's the biggest cigar you've ever seen in your life. That's not a baby, Pat. That's 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 a grown man in a diaper pretending to be a baby. He's got one of those things where it's a single hair coming up and there's like a bow in it. <laughs> God damn it. So uh you just start running and you're like, this is fucking weird. You duck into this uh this like it looks like a bar. You don't really know what it is, it, but it's, but it's it's safe. Like, you've been running for like 15 minutes. You don't stop running the whole time. You gotta that's got to be a record for me. You got to catch your breath. 15 in a row. <laughs> yeah. God damn. And you hear uh, like a like a, a voice behind you say like a like a woman's voice be like um, uh, oh are you okay? Can I help you? What the fuck is this, Pat? What's you're inside a bar? It's a woman who works there. Does my cell phone work? No. Why? Uh, last night you spilled uh, t- too much honey butter on it. Honey butter? Honey butter. I spilled too much honey butter on my phone and uh-huh. broke it. Yeah. So um, I don't have a phone at all. I wouldn't have even like gotten like a burner or something. You didn't have time to get it before you went to go babysit that strange baby. What would I tell? How would I contact Brian the mother? The baby. How would I contact the mother? Payphone. So um, this woman's voice, she's like, are you okay? Are you hurt? Can I help you? Can I, do you have a phone I can use? She goes, yeah. And, and she, uh, she takes a phone, you know, a landline phone over to you. And she hands you the, uh, the phone. And uh, as she hands you the phone, your fingers kind of like touch. And you look up and you realize that uh, standing in front of you is one of the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your life. Red hair. God damn it. You think of that bloody snow. Porcelain skin. 
hourglass figure, my friend. And she goes, oh, by the way, uh, my name is Lucy. Lucy Fur. Fuck you. Suddenly you have a, an image um, of... Fuck you. Uh, Christ in front of the tomb of Lazarus. And uh, Lazarus uh, comes out of the tomb, like, weeping. Like, he clearly does not want to be resurrected again. You get a feeling that this has been going on for quite some time. You look over, you see uh, that same porcelain skin woman, the woman calling herself Lucy. You see her and like, Lucy Fur? Use your full name, Pat. <laughs> yeah, Lucy Fur. So you see her and she's uh, standing a distance away and she's too far away to, to, you can't like hear her, but you can just see her laughing. So you kind of come back and she's like, uh, how are you? She's like, are you all right? I'm, I'm fine. I'd appreciate it if I could just use your phone. She goes, all right. Is there a phone book? She's like, yeah. She blinks and there's a phone book in front of you. I would call a tow truck to have my car towed. You call, like, hello, uh, Tommy's Toes. Hi, Tommy. My car's broken down. Can you? Whoa. I need you to tow it for me, please. He goes, that's crazy. I'd love to. He's like, what's the address, brother? I give him the address of that house with the baby in it. And he goes, I will be there as quick as possible. I tell him what kind of car I had to. He goes, you can count on me. He goes, Aaron, we're in, a, we're in this together. Okay. You need me and I need you. And you I, would, I would ask Lucy. If he they, is clearly coked up. Say, Lucy, <laughs> could, I, could I drop my car off here? It broke down down the road. She goes, you can do it on one, on one condition. What's that? She hands you a water bottle. And she's like, I need you to go down to the nearest uh, Sam's Club. I don't even have a fucking car, Lucy. I'm not walking to a goddamn Sam's Club. She goes, I'm riding a bus to a Sam's Club. She, can I just leave my car here so I can try to get it fixed? She goes, look, look, look. Don't worry about getting there. She whistles. These two, like, goats walk into the I room. I leave. I leave immediately. I leave, Pat. I'm not going to have... I'm not going to get on a goddamn goat chariot to go to a Sam's Club. Where am I going to park? Like, what am I supposed to do? Everything is fucked. I've got a guy on the way with my car. As you leave, she, you hear a shout out. I need you to poison Satan. I leave immediately. I leave immediately. Yeah. I probably start walking back. You walk back to the house. Uh, the house is on fire. There's Great. a bunch of firefighters and cops out front. And... Uh, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe there's a baby in there. That's a grown man in a diaper. <laughs> That's just, not a baby. And you just hear from outside like, whoa. Why would they think he's a baby? He's an adult in a diaper, Pat. But he's the size of a baby. I thought he was the size of a man. No, he's the size of a baby. God damn it. So uh, he's, so uh, the firefighters like managed to, to save him. They get him out. And he's like, oh, thanks, boss. As like, they like, bring him out. He's still puffing on that cigar. Now, but like the cigar is like lit like three feet up in the air. Like there's a lot of fire on it. Jesus Christ. So um, you uh, go to jail uh, for endangering a child. I deserve it, I guess. You're uh, you're in there. It's like the trial of the century, dude. Um, Why? Because it's such a crazy story. They're like, there's this, talk, there's this talking, you know, Herman-like baby. Uh, and I this thought guy, it was the size of a man. No, never said that. So he... Um, <laughs> So you go to jail, and then uh, you said he had a fucking beard. Yeah, and he's smoking a goddamn. He's just a tiny baby. Five o'clock shadow. 
So you're in jail. Uh, 666 days to the day. What? Uh, a man walks in. Good he walks down the uh, the corridor towards you. I present myself to him. He's wearing a... Uh, I leave my head back. Stake my throat. He's wearing a tuxedo shirt, but it looks really nice. He walks over, he looks at you, and he goes, uh, Hello, Aaron. Kill me. <laughs> Just kill me. Uh, suddenly a pitchfork appears in his hand and he just stabs you in the throat Thank you. so hard that you're stuck to like the wall. Good. And he throws a, uh, a business card over at you and you look down and the last thing you see is a guy named Sam Tin. He's the CEO of uh, Sam's Club and uh, you bleed out in a uh, prison system alone with no one to comfort you. Why was I walking around this prison by myself? No, you were in the, you were in your, uh, your cell. He's walking. How do you get in there? They say that. <laughs> Who? Jack Scratch can do anything. And then you die. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. <coughs> you were murdered by Satan. Fuck you. <laughs> Who's in charge of Sam's Club? 